Bada bing, bada boom. We oh. back in this piece. Hustle, baby. That's the move. <laughs> and we're back. Back at it again. What's up, fuckers? This is Chris <laughs> with Hanging On For Dear Life. And you know, I'm the Big D Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> the Big D, but not Big D. I mean, who's talking? But thanks, <laughs> you mother truckers, for all tuning in again. We're getting here. We're getting consistent. We're excited. We got some great stuff in the works coming for you guys as well. So uh, stay tuned for those of you guys that have been hanging on and chilling out with us. We appreciate you um, and everybody that's been bearing with us for, as we're getting through and trying to, you know, put out more, pump out more content for you guys. So yeah. thank you. Um, we're going to jump right into it. We just got done filming um, or recording rather our, our picks for the NFL week two. So go in and check those out. Um, that episode will be up as two as of Tuesday night on the 13th. So if you haven't checked it out yet, make sure you check it out. Absolutely. Today, we're going to jump. We're going to get back into our top five. We're going to talk a little bit about some top fives. Um, you all like that. And so we're going to get into it. We are going to focus on our top five monsters. Um, so, Daniel, this was kind of your idea. Talk to me a little bit about this. I'm going to be honest with you. We first told me, I thought we were talking like monster movies. But then, yeah. you know, the other, the, the monkey side of my brain thought, well, hey, we just did that. So, um, you know, <laughs> I, I came up with these today. Uh, I, I had a, some interesting takes as to why I picked what I picked. But okay. I, I'm curious as to uh, what made you think of this and how you kind of went ahead and, and developed your list. Yeah. So what really got me thinking about it was that horrific game that we bought and played this hmm. weekend. So, like... All of those an- all of those monsters in that game are based on like cryptids. You know what is a cryptid? So a cryptid is short for cryptozoology, and it's uh, a whole fucking study of of animals that like might exist but also might not exist. So like so is like Bigfoot one of them? Bigfoot, Sasquatches, um, Chupacabra, stuff like that. Like so those okay. things fall into that category, and so. I've always had like a relative fascination with it, and I always think it's really cool, like like reading the lore and like kind of understanding, you know the background of it, these creatures abilities, how they do the thing they do. And I think that kind of comes down to me being a writer internally. Okay. Like, I just like the stories. I like, I like hearing the lore behind everything. And so I want to stop you real quick. Yeah. You said lore for our not so nerdy listeners. Sure. Tell us what lore is. Lore is like the backstory or like the history of that creature. So okay. like, like an origin story, origin story. Yeah. Okay. So, so like, for example, like captain America's lore would be, he was a skinny scrawny guy who got a serum and is now strong and a superhero. Like that would be okay. the basics of his lore. Okay, cool. So for yeah. those of you that didn't know, um, you know, I was in your shoes not, not so many moons ago, but, um, <laughs> the, uh, the nerdy Chris has definitely come to full bloom. Well, I mean, he's probably like partial bloom. I mean, there's probably yeah. some things that I'm not so nerdy about, but, um, really do appreciate the, uh, I the, can't deny it. I'm a fucking nerd. Yeah, that's okay. No, no, no. <laughs> we're that, that, that's, uh, that's what makes us great. Um, but yeah, no. So for those of you that don't know lore, um, you know, Daniel was explaining. Okay, so we, we played this game. So we played this game called Horrified. Um, yeah. We spent pretty much all last weekend playing it. It was, it was yeah. quite funny. And um, I kept saying one of the one of my favorite lines from the whole weekend was, "This is a lot like Pandemic." Um, so <laughs> for those of you that that do not know, um, it's it's a it's a it's like it's a cooperative board game, right? And there's not very many of them, so it's really cool because you get to play with your friends. And normally we're worried about or you're trying to win or trying to rather you're trying to beat other people. And so now it's like you're forced in a scenario where each person has a different character that gives you different abilities mm-hmm. and it's your goal to win the game. Yep. And so this one for instance is really about how do we win or how do we beat and defeat these monsters who are crypt cryptids. Cryptids. Yep. Not cryptos. Not cryptids. cryptos. So no, not NFTs. Got it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you could make an I'm NFT. Sure I'm sure. Guys are an NFT. Yeah. So, <laughs> 
So some of the so some of the cryptids in the games were um, Bigfoot. Uh, yeah, Bigfoot, Ozark, Howler, Jersey Devil, Jersey Devil, Chupacabra, Chupacabra. Uh, Badlands Banshee, and uh, Mothman. Mothman, okay. Which the only one of those six that I didn't know, like just off the cuff, was the um, was the Ozark Howler. I hadn't heard of that one yet. So yeah. You bet your ass. I literally went home and, and looked it up. It was really cool. I don't <laughs> doubt it. <laughs> cool. So that's kind of what you what you felt like was the motivation for for this episode, and you're like, hey, like let's talk about it. Yeah, I mean, it's you know we've kind of talked about wanting to do things that are that we're both passionate about, or one of us is passionate about, and you know. I, I love this stuff. I think it's so cool, like reading the lores and like, and you know, again, like not to touch back on me being a writer, but like when I write my short stories, like I, I base a lot of what I write on lore things that I've seen. I, I pick pieces from here and there that I like and I think make for a good story and I meld it into its own amalgamation. So you're creating your own lore. Exactly. Wow. So having fun with it. Like the, the story I'm writing right now, where it lies, I'm actually like super jazzed about. I'm Lots like, of lore like and where really it lies, I'm sure. It. Yeah, We're so. about to find out the lore of where whatever it yeah. is and where <laughs> so it's lied. I'm, I'm having a really good time with that one, but yeah. It, I'm excited it, to whole, read it. The whole thing's just fun. Like I think the cryptid stuff is all entertaining. Okay, cool. Well, let's dive right in, my friend. Let's go back and forth. We'll start at five, and we'll yeah. go back and forth. And um, So, again, I, I want to be clear. You know, I, I kind of uh, – I, I had the – my initial take was like, the fuck are we doing the same thing for? And then once you kind of re-explained <laughs> this to me, I was like, oh, shit, okay. Let me get into it. So – the way I kind of developed and devised my list here is I, I thought about, you know, if there were really any monsters or um, like folk tales mm-hmm. uh, that I grew up and was like, oh, man, that was scary. Like, or I, or I, I can remember how I felt when I thought about these things. That's kind of what I uh, uh, included on my list. Because, again, like as I've gotten a little bit older, I, I can't say that I've really dove into a lot of lore behind different um, cryptids or like different monsters. Mm -hmm. Um, All the monster, my exposure to monsters really have been like wrapped around like movies and like horror movies and things like that. So um, that's kind of how I developed my list. And like, again, I I was kind of going through and trying to rack my brain. And like, like I mentioned in our, in our horror podcast, man, growing up, like the most scary shit to me was real people um, coming in and like fucking murdering me. I couldn't watch 10 o'clock news. (laughs) Um, I was thinking about this the other day and I was like, that was something I didn't mention is like anytime, 10 o'clock rolled around if i was up and the bay area news came on i was in bed and, if, <laughs> and i had to sleep on the couch a lot because i you know yeah. i was a poor kid growing up and so i'd have to like try to close my ears so i didn't fucking hear what was happening yeah. on the news and um that was what was scary to me but so i, yeah. I, I did my best no absolutely so go ahead and give me number five then let's start with your five let's see what you all got. right let's dive right in here so number five i have solely for monsters inc no nah, i'm just joking <laughs> <laughs> what a <laughs> fucking curveball that what a curveball <laughs> um no, no, this Shit. one is this one is funny though, and it's kind of silly. Um, it's actually Bowser from Mario. Okay. So <laughs> I was so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just as much as a curveball as Sully. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So so here here's the thing. Growing up, Shit. I played a lot of Mario Kart. Okay. And 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 Mario, just like the normal game, like yeah. the old school Super Nintendo. And every time Pit or Pitch Peach got stolen by Bowser. It scared the shit out of me because I thought Bowser was going to come get me next. (laughs) I looked like Peach. I had like this long, curly blonde hair. (laughs) I didn't know what I was doing. And I mean, listen, I mean, Bowser is a scary motherfucker. He's like a big old dragon. I swear. So so if if I had to picture him as a human, I picture this dragon turtle that drinks beer. He's like, he's like the drunk man that beats his wife. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And that's, what I thought he was going to do to me was he was going to be the drunk man that beats me. <laughs> yeah. No, so no. <laughs> that's number five. <laughs> what a curveball, man. That was awesome. I love it. Um, 
My number five is the Dover Demon. <laughs> this was probably one of the... <laughs> well, Daniel, please tell us, what is the Dover Demon? <laughs> so the Dover Demon was actually one of the first cryptids that I was ever like into. I thought it was a cool creature. So, um, At what age did you get into the Dover Demon? <sighs> probably 13 or 12. Sounds too young. So probably around that age. So the Dover Demon is... There's a lot of ambiguity. There's, there's, two, there's two general routes of its origin. So the first one would be um, that it's an alien. That's the first origin of it. Like it came down as like an alien experiment, and they just never took it back. They just left it here. <laughs> so that's we don't like it. One. Fuck you guys. <laughs> that was I origin like, one. <laughs> I feel like we are an alien experiment, by dude. The way. For real. But like origin that's a different conversation. Origin two. Um, <laughs> sorry, on that tangent, I saw I saw this 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 video one time that made me laugh. I, I was crying laughing about it. Like it was it was a uh, this guy was like an alien comes to Earth and it was like oh like. You know, what are you guys, like, doing down here? How's it been going? Oh, cool. Uh, what do you mean there's different religions? Well, yeah, like or, like, something like that. And he's like, and they're like, well, is God real? Oh, God? Yeah, Jesus is cool. We see him, like, every week. Like, he always stops in. And like, like, oh, he, he never sees us. Well, what did you guys do when he came the first time? Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> <laughs> we killed him. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Jesus. <laughs> but anyways, uh, back to the original point. Um, but the second origin is that it was, like, a mutated like animal out in the woods that gained hyper intelligence and some abilities obviously and those abilities include super speed like really long like just like grotesque kind of like nails or like claws if you so, will like kai kai's nails got it yeah and it's like it's basically like a like a little three foot tall hairless like being that's like skinny with a bulbous head why has it got to be hairless it just is it's creepy just, and it, yeah and it's got big yellow eyes and so, like, most of, like, the reported stories are people, like, waking up in the middle of the night in their room with this thing, like, at the foot of their bed, like, staring at them with, like, its claw up on the, on the bed. Like, that's, like, the horror, like, the story of <laughs> The it. only thing I'm picturing is Courage the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> like, what? literally just him. I'm just picturing the dog itself. Like, like what you explained, that's how I pictured it in my head. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. But, like, but it's probably much scarier than that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. And, like, like the, there's a lot of, like... And a lot of people consider it an omen. Like, if you see it, you're going to die soon. Like, it's like, your death is imminent. Imminent. So. Imminent death. Yeah. So um, that, one, that one always had a good I had a good interest in that one. So <laughs> that one was cool. What, what, what do you think sparked your interest in this uh, death omen hairless dog? So I, there was a show on Animal Planet when I was, when I was a kid. It was called Lost Tapes. And so it was, <laughs> it, was, it was essentially like Animal Planet always has like those those random shows that are like meant for entertainment, but are like very loosely related to animals. Okay. Like they always do that shit, and so like this was one of them. And it was like a found footage kind of TV show, and so like they would find footage mm-hmm. of like people, and it looked real, right? It was like very much like Blair Witch Project style. Okay. And like, um, the found footage stuff with people like going through the forest or like whatever, and having these encounters with these creatures. And they went all into the lore of it. They'd bring on like cryptozoologists that would come on and talk about the lore and like the creature itself. And like, hmm. so like I don't know. Like I was really into animals as a kid. And, like in like Animal Planet. So Did like, you just say cryptozoologists? Yeah, there's that. So there's a cryptid zoologist. There's a whole. Where do you sign you. up for that job? Hey, I want to be a zoologist, <laughs> but for fucking fake fake things, and um, I want to be an expert in them. Dude, it's crazy. I when I and, like it, they they. Whatever you're picturing in your head, what a cryptozoologist looks like, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, but it was it was it was it was really funny. It was a very entertaining show, especially for a kid like myself and yeah. with a fucking hyperactive imagination. Like God, I loved that show. They only had three seasons of it, and I was like super upset. And like I have scoured the internet. So to have you to, revisited them? 
Dude, I've tried to find them anywhere. I can't find the damn things. And so, like, I, I, you can find YouTube videos, but they're really shitty quality. And, like, I want to find, like, the DVD box set and, like, get a hold of it. Because I used to love watching that show. It was really Have fun. Have like, Amazon? I should look. I haven't looked on Amazon yet. I eBay? Try, I try not to buy from Amazon. It's a problem. Yeah, I know. You have you have this moral high ground that I have it's no not moral high ground. It's on just... top of. Um, <laughs> Anyways, but, yeah, that's, that's my five. <laughs> It's not a moral high ground. <laughs> you wanted to defend yourself so bad, but then you're like, it's not worth it. Um, <laughs> I just felt it right there. You're like, it's not a moral high ground. I want to tell you exactly why I'm going to tell everybody. And then you're like, maybe I shouldn't. Let's get back to it. Um, that was pretty funny. Uh, well, it's like the flag football thing. Where I was like, I'm not Captain America. And then corrects the score at halftime. Yeah, dog, you're Cap. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, here we are. Um, so. Number four for, for Chris. Cryptids, anyways. Okay. Do you have a question about cryptids? Or no, 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 no. I just uh, I'm I'm thinking to myself, and I guess I'll share it with the the audience here. Um, a majority of this episode is really going to be me asking you questions about how you yeah. got into your things, and we're going to learn a lot about cryptids. But sure. um, I want to participate. So number four. Yeah, let's hear it. It. Oof, so good one. not the it like, like from the the most recent movies. My like don't don't get me wrong. Those are great films. When I was younger, when I watched the very first it, like. Again, I haven't watched it for so long, but I just like I have like these like flashes of that movie and I just remember this fucking clown looking up through the drain in the bathtub. I remember the bathtub filling up with blood. Like these are things I was like and I was so young. I remember having nightmares for ages about that show and or excuse me about that movie and like I fucking was a I had to like I don't know what it was, man, but I watched that movie so many times even knowing that I wasn't going to sleep for 16 days. And knowing that I was going to picture this fucking clown looking at me through, like, I just picture, like, the little bit of light, and you could just see its eyeball through the fucking drain of the bathroom. It's like, it's like, hey, you want to come down here? Hey, Georgie. It's like, Hiya, Georgie. Georgie. It's like, oh. You want to come down here? I'm like, yo. Um, <laughs> no. But, you know, the, uh, the self-deprecating self that I am, I just watched that shit over and over mm. when I was younger. Um, but, yeah, number four is It's it the Clown. That's a, that's a great pick. I mean... Pennywise is a, is a monster. That one's yeah. oof. Um, my number four are Devil Dogs. Oh, I think I, are these from uh, Stranger Things? No, oh. that's a Demogorgon. Darn it! <laughs> Look at me. Uh, I almost a, thought it was there. It's a, it's a D&D creature, but Dem- um, no, Dem- Devil Devil Dogs. Are, or they're also known as Hellhounds. Hellhounds. But they're known to guard cemeteries. So like they're they're. Um, uh, not like Grim Reapers where they escort into the afterlife, but they're protectants of cemeteries. Like they, they protect the spiritual aspect of a, of a cemetery. So they're not bad necessarily. Not necessarily. They're called hellhounds. Correct. Because so does this does this indicate that anybody that's in a cemetery is going to hell? No, I think it's just more of a name. I mean, I, there's not like there's not an implication of that. But the uh, give us the lore, Daniel. The lore on them is that <laughs> there's not really a great origin for them. Like there's not really a whole lot that tells you about where they came from or how they got established in cemeteries, other than they are like guardians of like the spirits that are. Okay, I got this. There. I got um, this. So hold on. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Lucifer. Okay. Walking down the street one day before he was like doing Lucifer things, right? You know, he was a genuine guy. Just walking down the street, minding his own business, and he saw a stray dog, a couple stray dogs. And he's like, "Here, boy, come here!" <laughs> and they just loved. They fell in love, and then whatever happened to create make Lucifer Lucifer? Of course, he brought his dogs with him because why would he leave his? <laughs> why would he leave these dogs that he left? And then when Lucifer got sent down to hell. To guard hell, he's like, listen, I don't want to bring these dogs down here because it's pretty shitty, uh, <laughs> but I'll leave them to guard the afterlife. Okay. I lore. Mean, all right. Hashtag. <laughs> Was that like a good example of lore? That would be an example of how lore starts, yeah. That, that would be it. Fuck um, yeah, Chris. Okay. 
Okay. But the, 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 keep going. the two scary things about devil dogs, if you see them three times, you will die that same night. So that if you see him, if you see him three times, if you have three instances of encountering a devil dog, you will die on the on after the third seeing of one. This sounds important. Tell me what a devil dog looks like. So they sure. are like shadowy black uh, figures that in the sh- in the form or shape of a dog, and they have beady like really bright red eyes and like a drooling mouth with like nice sharp razor teeth in there. Got it. Dog version of a black cat. So if I see any of those, but they're big. They're like they're, they're big, they're bigger in stature, like probably like Rottweiler size or like they're they're big. And uh, if it bites you, you will die instantaneously. Insta death. Insta death. Insta kill. Like the little skull from oh zombies shit, in Call of Duty. Dude. Yeah. So they're pretty heavy, but they're. Can I tame one? I mean, I don't think it's ever been done, but if you want to give roll? it a shot. What can I roll for it? Is it animal handling or what? Well, that's a good one. Probably animal handling to start, but also probably like an arcana on top of it. Probably do a double roll for that one. Double roll. Because it's like a mystical creature, but it is an animal still. Got it. Okay. And so if I, if I, what would the role have to be in order for me to tame said animal? See, that, that would depend on what character you have, what your backstory was, and like how good you were with animals to begin with. Like if you were like. I'm a level 19 druid. Uh huh. I'm a moon druid. Okay. Um, and I have plus an eight to my animal handling. Okay. And my background is in, um, I was. I was actually raised um, with a hold on with a with a tiefling. Okay, those were my parents were tieflings. Okay, so you're making it easier for yourself. Um, I would of course be, I am. I, Come would, on. I, would, I would I would I would say you need like an 18 in Arcana. It's fucking a. So you need like an 18 in Arcana just okay. to pass that check to even see if you can have the ability to tame this thing. And I'd probably make it like a DC 24 to actually tame it with animal handling. Mm. Okay. So there you go. That'd be like my off the off the top of the dome roll. All right. Well, I rolled it. They're <laughs> mine. Scrappy and Dodo. Those are its names. <laughs> <Just> fucking Dodo. <laughs> I don't know. Man. Okay. Hell dogs. That's uh. Devil dogs. Devil dogs. Excuse me. Not hounds. Not demodogs. Hellhounds. Okay. Hellhounds. Hell hounds. Devil dogs. It's not hell dogs. No. Okay. It's a good. It's close. Too close to hot dogs. Too too close to hot dogs. <laughs> too close to Doug Dimidome. I'm gonna Dimsel Dimidome. What was that? I'm gonna Dimidome. Fair the parents. Mm, you know I mean, I haven't watched a handful yeah. of those. But like Doug, there you go, Barrett! But like Doug Gibbonome, owner of the Dibsdale Gibbonome, the old long hat. Never mind. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> number three for Chris. Is there anything else you wanted to add? I no, feel like it. I, I feel like oh. I took your thunder a little. No, bit. that's okay. All right, number three is the Boogeyman. That was a good pick. Boogeyman, because I was always scared he's under my bed, man. Um, and I never had a bed really growing up, so it was like more my couch. And yeah. honestly, like again, I, I. I hung out on my couch during the day and I slept on my couch at night because that was yeah. both my bed and the living room. So at all times I thought the boogeyman was around me. Um, and he was scary. You know, he like yeah. ate little kids for breakfast. Um, sometimes for dinner, never had lunch though. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever talked about him during the middle of the day, just at night or in the morning. Yeah. Um, so I was worried. I was worried about the boogeyman. Um, he felt real. He was either in my bedroom or he was underneath. Excuse me. I didn't really have a bedroom. Like I said, he was either under my bed mm-hmm. or in the closet in the hallway. Cause again, I didn't have a closet because I yeah. didn't have a room. No, that's so. a, that's a, that's a good pick. The boogie, Spooky. the boogeyman's a fun one. There's a, there's a lot of different ways that that lore shakes out. That's and also cool. well, tell us about the lore, Daniel. So the boogeyman is like a, an entity that is pu- it's pure evil and it's only intention is to devour the souls of young children. See, I knew I was on something. That motherfucker. Yeah. He's after little Chris's soul. Did he, uh, 
Like, was he ever, like, persuasive to children, or did he just, like, overpower Tormented. Them? Tormented. So, it, it, he it wasn't was, like a Pennywise. Was like Kind of similar to a Pennywise in the sense that he liked you scared because, it, it, like, it fed him, it fed his power. But, like, he just eats you. Yeah, he just fucking devour you. Hmm. So, yeah. yeah Boogeyman. You know, for a while, at some point in my life, I thought they was like boogers. Like, was that like <laughs> the bo- the boogeyman? Yeah. Every booger you pick and like wipe under the couch is like he's gonna grab extra your hand. Ammo. No, he's gonna grab your hand <laughs> and then fucking <laughs> bite your finger off because that's what the book. Anyways, I just made that up. Hashtag lore. All right, number three for Daniel. Number three, Jersey Devil. Uh, Love the Jersey Devil. That's I a, learned a little bit about the Jersey Devil this weekend. Hey, tell our, tell our listeners about the Jersey Devil. So the Jersey the Jersey Devil's origin story is pretty fucked up. Like, it's a pretty wild one. So. There was a family living in New Jersey on like the border of where Connecticut is, and the Jersey Devil was born from a woman who was having her thirteenth child. And, Poor thing. Oh man, that's 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 brutal. But her on the thirteenth bearing of this child, she said, "Let this one be the devil." And the, there's a couple different ways that it, it, like it escapes per se, but like it comes out all morphed out, like deformed, like. Is there a up reason looking. she said this? It was a thirteenth kid, and she was pissed. <laughs> that's pretty much it. And so when they take when this baby comes out, like they try to kill it immediately because it's just like deformed, like evil looking. And as they go to do it, it escapes and like flees out into the forest. See you later. Yeah, it's like I'm fucking out of here. And so the Jersey Devil, if for those who aren't familiar, what it looks like it has like a horse like head with horns coming out of it, wings on the back, and like a goat bottom, like so like a like a hooves like a, a furry goat. Imagine burning Lower that half. thing out of your vagina. Yuck. Dude, no, thank you. Ow. And so it's um it is still rumored to be stalking the hills in that little border area of New Jersey and Connecticut. Um I don't trust Connecticut. There's too much fucking haunted shit out there. No, fuck that. No. Mm-mm. Jersey Jersey and Connecticut, that little pocket. No, thank you. None of that. I want no part of any of that. Yeah, man, Connecticut's got a lot of haunted shit out there. Yep. But the Jersey Devil is is uh, not like a particularly malevolent creature. Like it doesn't like seek out people per se. But if you happen to wander into where it's at, good luck. What's the duty? Eats you. It's more of a vicious. It's more. Of a, it's more animalistic. It's not like a, it doesn't have like a super high like uh, um, intelligence factor. Mm. Super strong. Super fast. Uh, very durable. Um, can't be killed by normal weapons. And mm-hmm. I, I don't even know if there's a way to kill it. There's no, there's no like lore origin on like how you can kill it. So you just gotta identify the thirteen child. Yeah, that's what it's <laughs> from a board game. <laughs> um, and it's what well, it is. It is known to like corrupt your mind a little bit. Like it can kind of disorient you. Got it. So what if it's not hungry? Is it gonna? And you're just walking, you're strolling through the woods one day, but it's not hungry. You just had, you know, three children and a fucking dad for <laughs> for lunch, and it's like he's like I'm he's like for lunch. I'm good. I had a four piece. I'm good. Like there's like a fucking. You know, Chris is walking by, but like, ugh, I'm not really hungry right now. Is he gonna let me go, or is well, be, for mm, you, is he gonna, or is he gonna be like, mm, you know, maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll say something for dessert, and I'll just. Well, for you, it's gonna be like, man, this man knows jujitsu. I, I can't even come near him. I don't want to lose, <laughs> lose a hoof. <laughs> he knows jujitsu, <laughs> like more, more like, I've, I, I, I do jujitsu. I don't know <laughs> jujitsu, um, or I get jujitsued. <laughs> um, that's a whole different conversation. But so you're, what you're saying is, I'm, I'm cool if I get peaceful. Potentially. I, what I, does he normally eat? I have no idea. Uh, okay. I don't know. But I just All know right. that he's a uh, something you don't want to run across. Okay. So that's do you think he? Three. Do you think he prefers like breakfast? Do you think he skips breakfast and he's more of like most humans and he does like lunch and dinner or do you think he's like, not breakfast he, is the most important meal of the day? Guy. I imagine he's not much of a daytime person. Okay. But what about a morning time. person, right? Like, what if his mornings are early? Sun's not quite up yet, but he's like, look, like breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I gotta. 
But I think his breakfast would be dinner, right? Because it'd be nighttime when he wakes up. That'd be like his first meal. So that. Oh, so he sleeps breakfast. during the day. I would imagine. I mean, that I don't know for sure. Mm. So I mean, like, but again, it, he you have an assignment. Very like evil demonic creature. So I'm sure he'd probably eat you anyways, just for the fuck the fuck of it. It's not very nice. No, it's not very nice. All right, number two. Number two. I think I know who I put. I do know who I put. Freddy fucking Krueger. Another great pick. Fuck that man. See, the audience is getting a good mix of both. They're getting like the the the, the movie like relatable ones and the fucking off the cuff picks that Daniel throws out there. Listen, <laughs> Freddy motherfucking Krueger, man. It's like. The one place that you want to have solace is like you think like wherever you kick your feet up at night and you hang your head and you sleep on a bed, right? Nope. Nope. Not with Mr. Kruger. Mr. Kruger's like, listen, I'm excited for you to go to sleep mm-hmm. because guess what? I'm going to be there waiting, motherfucker. Yeah. Surprise, motherfucker. Um, and, dude, I'm just like, what is like – and. Dude, it's just in your dreams. And the worst <laughs> part is, is like he creates the dream. Yeah. Right? And there's no limit to your dreams. So there's no limit to the way this motherfucker's gonna kill you. Yep. So Freddy Krueger, man, I remember growing up. So terrifying. Like, dude, I'd have nightmares about having nightmares. Yeah. Like and dying in said nightmares. Like so and again, growing up, kids used to tell me all the time, my sister used to be like, Yeah, if you die in your dream, you're dying in real life. Yep. Motherfucker, what? <laughs> Did you just say, what? Huh? Okay, so I'm never sleeping again. Um, and then, you know, here we are. But, man, Freddy Krueger, whoever came up with this idea of genius, but fucking sociopath. Like, right? Like, this person probably should be locked up somewhere because dude, you're fucked of, up. One of the, like, probably one of, like, the scariest scenes in any of the Freddy, Freddy Krueger movies. It's a great jump scare, but it's also a great setup is like the it's one of the newer ones and it's when they're like they're like trying to stay awake like they're doing their best to like not fall asleep and like we'll keep each other awake da, 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 da. and she falls asleep at a waiting room in like a hospital oops and she's like flipping through a magazine and she gets to a page and it's freddy Krueger's Kruger, picture on the magazine oh i remember that yeah and then she's like oh she's having like a, like a fucking heart like freaking out it's like oh my god why is he in the newspaper like, why is he in the magazine and then he goes gotcha and he like comes out of the fucking picture and puts his his like daggers up her nose and she wakes up when that happens. Like she doesn't quite kill her, but I was, just, I remember that, that whole scene. I was like, <gasps> Oh shit. Myself. Bro. Wasn't there a time <laughs> where he came in like real life too? Yeah. Didn't they like make him make that jump? Like they were like, watch this motherfucker. You think you can stay awake? You got Adderall. You got meth. Watch. I'm going to come and get you now. And then they're like, that might have happened, right? Like yeah. they were like, Oh shit. Like well, the only way to kill Freddy Krueger is to grab him in your dream and wake up while holding him. And it pulls him into, into the real world. Shit, man! I feel like I need to go back and watch those movies now. But I'm like also terrified. Oh, they're, they're so they're so good. They're so well done. Hmm. But you know, surprise, anyway, motherfucker! Surprise, motherfucker! All right, number two for Daniel. Number two is a Stragori. What the fuck is this? This is making this is a made up word. <laughs> so the Stragori. I got like, one too. Shimnemna. <laughs> That's my number one. <laughs> so Stragoris are the Russian version of a vampire. And the Ten reason times scarier because they're Russian. Yep. So, well, and the the reason I like Stragoris so much more than I like vampires is because vampires are, first of all, well overdone, right? There's so many movies about vampires and like they're in a bunch of whatever. And it's not like it's a bad thing, but whatever. So Stragoris don't have a weakness to sunlight, so sunlight doesn't bother them. They shape shift, so not just into a bat, they turn into whatever they want to. And instead of feeding on your blood, they feed on your life force. So they physically drain your life energy 
until you die. Well, good motherfucker. I'm dead inside anyway, so <laughs> I'm not even hungry. Let's, uh, I'm not even appetizing. I got lots of blood, but I'm dead on the inside, so we all right. <laughs> so what a lot of like the, the, the rumor or lore behind them is that they'll shapeshift into something that you like, like a dog or like a cat. So you let it you let it willingly into your home, not even realizing it's Strigori in the first place. And then it siphons your life off and you die. And then moves on to the next person. Does it do it fast or slow? Um, there's been like talks, rumors, whatever you want to say of both, where like they've played the long game and just kind of sat in someone's house, like as a dog or as a, mm. a pet or whatever, and just kind of siphoned <laughs> life and you know. Do they have to whatever. bite you to siphon life, or is it more of like 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 the wireless chargers for yourself? Like, like you just kind of put it on there and it's like <laughs> wireless charger for yourself. On they can, they can do it both ways. They can bite you and drain your life force, or they can do it passively by being. So near you're you. saying. If I'm Lucifer walking down the street <laughs> and I see this fucking, fucking puppy out there, it's a straight puppy. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to love this puppy because it needs a home mm-hmm. and bring it to my home. And I'm like, you know what, puppy, don't sleep on the floor. You've been sleeping on the floor your whole life. Come sleep in my bed. Yeah. And it's just like fucking, bada it's, bing, bada boom, it's wireless charging me right now. <laughs> yep. And then I wake up, I'm like, man, why am I so fucking tired? I slept mm-hmm. so well. Oh, well, I'll just drink some coffee. And then you're like, you're the little puppy in the morning. He's like, hey, dad, how are you? Good morning. What's up? Good yeah. morning. Can I have some food? I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. You're like, yeah, no problem. I got you. You got to go potty sick. Take your dog. And the next night, you're like, all right, man, I'm fucking tired. I'm going to go to bed early tonight. And then, like, <laughs> you wake up again. You're like, what? Man, I'm fucking tired again. Yeah. Until one morning you don't wake up. Yeah. And you know what's interesting, too, is how Strigori's arrive. So when they Tell arrive, us, when they well, arri- hold on, Daniel. <laughs> Tell us, Daniel, how do they arrive? When they arrive into a location that's from like a long distance, typically they're described as like orange dust clouds, like blowing through the area, and then when it settles, the Strigori is now somewhere in that area. Fucking Arizona's fucked. You know yeah, Arizona's dust- way you fucked. Know how many dust storms they have. So many. Yo. <laughs> that's nuts, bro. Yeah. So they're they're Strigori. It sounds like a fucking Italian dish, to be honest. Yeah. Right. It's just Strigori. What do you have for dinner tonight, Strigori? You know, it's funny. Is Rihanna made that same joke last night. Oh, really? When I was talking about my list. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So that's that's a. Uh, I I have always been so fascinated by those ones because they're so different than vampires, like in terms of how they operate. They still are killed by like a stake to the heart. That's what that's what ultimately destroys them. Um, but you ain't even gonna you, know when he's to get killed. Exactly. Or you can burn their final resting place as a human. So when they died as a person and became a Strigori through like evil means or witchcraft or whatever, if you burn their bur- their burial location, they'll die as well. Fuck, man! Imagine you're a Strigori, right? Living your best life, <laughs> and you're just walking around. And also, like, you a only fo- siphon like you know child predators or like yeah like, you, you out there doing you <laughs> out there fucking making the world a better place and all of a sudden some motherfucker driving down the street smoking a cigarette <sighs> and then flicks it out the window and the next thing you know you're dead <laughs> you're like you're in the middle of fucking fuck fuck, fuck. <laughs> you're in the fucking middle of draining Jeffrey Epstein's life force and all of a sudden you're like ah! <laughs> From fucking some motherfucker who's sitting in his car like, <laughs> well, my fucking brakes over. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker, man. <laughs> oh, Fuck. goodness. All right. Number one. Number Any one. mentions before you go to number one? No. No? No, it was, uh, it was uh, Sully from, from Monsters, okay. Inc. Um, <laughs> Mike Wazowski. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
time. So that was one of the best jokes I ever had. Um, monster on monster violence. No, it was one of the best jokes I ever had in my life. You know, I'm just like fucking. I'm a I'm a good Strigori. Sheesh. Just doing my doing my thing, making the world a better place. And some motherfucker smoking a cigarette in his car, driving down the I five is like, watch this. Forest fire, car fire. That. Oh, anyways. Um, number one. Now this one has a has a you know, Bloody Mary. Now, oh, that's a good one. That's a good pick. So here's the thing. It's a really good pick. Here's the thing, man. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Five times, right? In the dark, in the mirror, in the bathroom. Guess how many times I've done that? Zero. I won't Zero, because I won't get to number five. <laughs> <laughs> I well, was like, three or five, depending which lore you talk about. Well, you know, <laughs> I only knew lore five, so thank goodness, because if not, I would have yeah. probably died. Um, I was talking to fucking um, the greedy, the greedy uh bloody mary not to not the, not the poor bloody mary not the poverty bloody mary i was talking to the greedy one who wanted five Jeez. she was uh she was very self-centered uh my my bloody mary but yeah man i don't know much about the lore my, blood, my bloody mary is cold and in a drink <laughs> no i don't even like tomato juice man fuck that um so i don't even know the lore i just know that it was like one of those things you know, some dumb shit stuff as a kid that you were like Fuck yeah, like, you think you're cool going to the bathroom and say Bloody Mary in the room five times. I was like, fucking A, I ain't scared of nothing. Close that bathroom door and be like, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Turn on the fan and be like, I'm fucking out of here. And then turn <laughs> off the fan and be like, Bloody Mary, nothing happened, see? I did it five <laughs> times. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, that was terrifying. Um, so yeah, I think Bloody Mary is number one because it was like the most real for me. Because like, again, yeah. like. The only way that it happens is like you say it five times in the mirror and it was like three steps away from wherever you were at any time and anybody, any friend's house you were at, yeah. you were staying at night. Like, guess what? How many people? I dare you to go say Bloody Mary in the bathroom. I, I dare you to go fuck right off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I dare you to eat a fucking dick. Yeah, I you dare you <laughs> to suck your own toe for the rest of the time we're here. <laughs> All right. Not. You do it. I'll do it. <laughs> not your toe, but I'm going to say Bloody Mary. Watch your friends just boop. And they're like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, if I have a friend that can get his toe in his mouth, I'm going to take some stretching lessons because that motherfucker, because I can't even get close. I can't even get close. I can do it. I can totally do it. <laughs> what? <laughs> For sure. I can do Yo, you were like two inches from your mouth. Yeah, I got scared. Yo. I got scared. I was like, uh, ah. So, special, uh, special talent Daniel. I'm telling Rihanna. <laughs> Listen, it's jujitsu, man. I'm getting so much more flexible this month. It's been great. I can't do it. Not a chance. I, I will never be able to do that my entire <laughs> life. Guarantee it. All right, Daniel, what is your number one? Scare us. Take us home. All right. So honorable mention because it, it was I, I had a hard time on my fifth one between the Dover Demon and then Skinwalkers. Had a hard time. I wanted to put Skinwalkers really bad on there. Um, are they? Are those like? Are so, so are Skinwalkers related to skinheads in any way? Nope, not at all. Quite the opposite. They are. Uh, so they are. So wait, the they, American version of a werewolf. So they like they they um, they're typically always in like a wolf form, but they turn into like a monstrous humanoid type of the opposite. Yeah, so they they're the opposite of a. (laughs) So they turn into a scary human. Well, they turn into like a a humanoid wolf creature that like long arms, super fast, intelligent. You know, the prime apex hunter. So like that that was that's my that's my like. My caviar, my 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 honorable mention Skin because I fucking man, they're 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 really cool. There's a lot of fun like sh- like if you go on YouTube and type in like 
you know, skinwalker scary to- scary stories. There's okay, a ton make of sure them. you add scary stories because I'm I'm afraid of what you're gonna what's gonna pop up if you just type in skinwalkers. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Um. So, so before you get into it, yeah. When you, when I asked, I said, "Is that like the same thing as kidheads?" You said it's quite the opposite. I was like, "What?" So they going around and like not being racist. <laughs> like that's in my head. I was like, "Oh, so like they're like actually these good characters that go around and like." I was speaking of the baldness. <laughs> the, the hairy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Go on, sir. <laughs> Um, my number one, and I'm sure you, you, you've heard me talk about them before. I, I love them to death. I've used them in our D&D campaigns. Wendigos. <laughs> Wendigos are unequivocally my favorite monster that exists. Like, that are like, it, that exists. exists <laughs> I love like, that you were like, oh, maybe not I should exist, but you know what I mean. So like, and the reason I love them so much is because, one, they're rooted really deeply in like Native American lore. So like, and for those of you who don't know, I, I worked on a, on a reservation for a few years and like got to know a lot of like, um, indigenous people really well and like you know I, I really have a, a, a big respect and infatuation for that entire culture and that entire lifestyle so I love it but anyways are you going to do some of that ayahuasca? no <laughs> I mean good. I thought you said you had respect for their culture I do but I'm not going to do any psychedelics so you're not going to do anything for their, their culture I did a lot I did I'm just fucking with you no reason to defend yourself <laughs> I'm just being a shithead dude but Wendigos are, are one it's because they start out as humans like you start out as a person and it's when you eat another person, you take, you eat human flesh, it begins to morph and like distort your body and distort, you know, what you are. And you become this monstrous creature with like long, lanky arms, big open mouth, like in like horrible, like disfigured face. Like it's, and like the, the thing about Wendigos is that they have the ability to mimic or create sounds that they've heard before. So like, let's say like, in a lot of like the horror scenarios that they get put into, if they're attacking like a camp, right? And there's like four or five friends out camping and they, that that's the target for this Wendigo. Once they've taken the first one and like, they've been like, they disappear. They go, oh, where is, where's Josh? Where the fuck is Josh? And you'll, lost. and you'll just hear like a guys, I'm over here. And you just go, Oh Josh. And like someone goes running towards it. Nope. Now you're fucking snatched. Lightning fast, like Listen. super strong, incredibly intelligent. Like they're, they're such interesting, like cryptids, in terms of how they operate and how they hunt. Like they're really smart about it. They don't just confront you head to head. Like they they get you when you're not looking. Like it's they're so fucking cool. I love Wendigos. <laughs> <laughs> I just like listen. If I'm ever out camping and one of my friends is gone and I yell his name and all of a sudden he's like, "Hey guys, I'm over here." I'm like, mm. "I'm out." <laughs> all right. So when we were summer of oh wait. When we went to the movies in June, what movie did we see? Yeah, I didn't think you were it. Yep. I don't know. That's not, that's not my friend. <laughs> that's not Josh. And the only known weakness for a Wendigo is fire. It's the only known weakness. Is that the um, the, 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 the bad thing in um, Ritual? No. Wendigo? I thought it was going to be. I for, for a minute, for a hot minute there, I thought it was going to be up until the cabin scene happened. And like they all had like the really bad nightmares because that's not really a Wendigo thing. That's not it's really a Jersey like Devil a, thing. It is actually so that actually that could fall into that category. So that's, mm. um, but yeah, it's uh, that that movie. Uh, man, that movie was so good until the last fucking ten minutes. The last ten minutes ruined it for me. <laughs> as soon as I saw the, it's thing, the reveal, as soon as I saw the thing, I was like, well, fucking call this reveal. a wrap. I'm done. And speaking of raps, that's a wrap for uh, episode 632. 
hanging on for dear life. You said 635 last time. We went down three episodes. Well, listen, man. It's <laughs> been a rough... You know, counting has never been my strong suit. So... It's been a wreck me week. <laughs> listen. I'm loving this, man. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that's all I got. Do you have anything you want to tell the cro- the, the squad here? Or are we we good to go until next week? That's pretty much it, guys. Look up cryptids. Look up like scary stories on YouTube. You'll find a lot of cool stuff, a lot of interesting stories that I find personally very entertaining. Yeah, that's YouTube's YouTube's an untapped um, untapped treasure chest for me, if I'm honest. Because like, you know, I used to watch where I used to watch videos was Facebook a long time ago, yeah. um, and then obviously Instagram, and then I got off like some social media for a long time and. Now that I'm kind of like back into like social media and like just trying to like see what's going on in the world, like YouTube's a big deal now. And I'm like, mm, like it's so hard. Like, but yeah, it's a very untapped resource for me. And there's a lot of cool stuff on there that I need yeah. to explore. But I'm scared if I go down a rabbit hole, I'll be there for hours. Let me, uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Nightmare, check him out. He's got really cool short stories that are like uh, all like scary themed. There's only uh, one person that does short stories that I ever want to listen to or read. And, uh, uh-huh. His name's Daniel. So oh, stop fuck it. Mr. Nightmares. Stop it. He can go suck Daniel's left toe. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in for another episode <laughs> of Hanging Out for Dear Life. Again, my name is Chris. And I'm Daniel, man. We're happy to be here. Thank and you, And thanks, fuckers. We'll talk to you soon. Play outro music. <laughs>